The week 14 NFL contest enters in football bomb edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash betrivers. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash backslash betrivers. Also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app today. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app for vi- or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And now we start a show with a theme song. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. I am your host, the Bet Detective, the Don Bomber himself, Big Don Bomber himself, the man in the box. Welcome, C-Generates. You're in the C-Block, the second half of the C-Block, here on Thursday, December 7th. A day that would live in infamy for balls! Who's that eighth? I don't don't remember. I was not Anyway, if you're watching on YouTube, which you are, I do see people watching live on YouTube. Thank you. Welcome. JC from KC, Todd Morris, all of them in the uh, comments already popping up. I love it. Um, I'm wearing my big Dom glasses and my big Dom pinky ring. I even have the hat. That's for the prop show. I'll be doing that afterwards. We're doing another live prop show around 4 o'clock. It's 2 o'clock now Pacific time um, with Sean and Ryan. They'll have me on there. I'll be doing ladder chatter on there. And I also brought my big – let me see if I can – the Italian flag patch <laughs> on the Eagles hat. Um, if you didn't check it out, check if you're, you, of course you should see my YouTube and my Instagram and, and uh, Twitter. It's all on there and all the SGPN uh, formats. I made a big Dom, big Dom video that I, I, I detonated today, yesterday. And I'm, and they, these glasses and pinky ring that goes with it. They, they look so great. They're amazing. I got them at a Hollywood costume store. That's the one good thing about living in LA. I'll say that. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I should do a big Dom video, you know, which by the way, see generates. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's a, it's a very funny video. I think so. Uh, Todd Morris puts the Italian flags. I know I put the Italian flags. I got, I got them sewed on too. I'll give you a little behind the scenes here. I got this, the Italian flag sewed onto the hat, sewed onto the uh, shirt. Because if you ever, the Eagles, not only, not only is Big Dom, the security guard for the Eagles, have the Italian flag on it, but Nick Sirianni does too. It's uh, it's it's so hilarious. The Italian American heritage. You got to have an Italian flag in there. Anyway, I got it sewn onto dry cleaners. Because I was like, I can, I can sew it myself. I know how to thread a needle, but I'm like, what am I, who am I kidding? I'm not, I'm not, th- I'm not sewing anything. So, uh, they charged me ten dollars a night when I did it. First, she sewed a, she sewed an Asian lady. I say that because she's a laundromat, and that's uh, assumed. Um, she sewed it, but because we had a little language 
Very much. It's like the Italian flag, you know, the Italian flag or Mexico. Green to red. Always green to red. Never the other way. She showed it red to green. Which, whatever. But I only found that, and lucky that, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, so then I'm like, I need the glasses. I'm like, ah, it's Hollywood. There's a costume store, which there is on Hollywood Boulevard. They have everything, anything you need. Um, bottom line, seam, seamstresses, Todd Morse says. <laughs> well, so I go to I go to the dry cleaner. I go, can you sell it? She goes, yes. She goes, when do you need a box? First, she goes, what's your phone number? I'm like, what do you mean my phone number? Do you have you've been here before? Yeah, I got pants altered here like years ago. Well, what's your phone number? It's not coming up. All right, it's an old number. I don't want to give you the old number. Who cares? I just want you to sew a fucking patch onto a hat. That's it. What's your last name? Last name? No, I don't want to give you last name. Number. All right, fine. I'm box, as in man in the box. So I gave her the name, gave her the number. It's in there. She goes, okay, what do you need us by? I'm like, today. What are you talking about? Just sew a fucking patch on. Oh, how about tomorrow? No, tomorrow. All right, 3 o'clock today. All right, I'll come back. Jesus. I turned around after five minutes because I remembered, like, oh, I don't know if I told her if she knows red to green or green to red, you know? It's green to red, always. And I come back, like, all right, not five minutes later, but 10 minutes later, 15. It's already done. She makes this whole thing, like, how how, how it's going to break her back to get it done by today. And, okay, maybe I can squeeze it in by three. She got it done, like, in two seconds. As well, she has a machine. It's easy. I'm not saying what she didn't do was great. But anyway. Green to red, sweetheart. Italian flag only, okay? Mod on. Do I have an Italian? Uh, there's got to be an Italian uh, soundboard on here somewhere, right? Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me now. Don't make me come back here and see this flag red to green, okay? It's green to red. There's a very important job. I'm doing a parody video of the security operations and other assorted fares for the Philadelphia Eagles. Big time DeSandro, okay? I'm getting the clear Gucci glasses. I'm getting the pinky ring. Now I need the I need the flag sewn into the hat. And she did. And it worked out. So check out the video. And I, and I was told. Well, my buddy Matty Sante, uh, who has a couple of friends on the Eagles, that Big Dom is going to see my video today. Well, we'll see where it goes. Anyway, I have a lot, a lot of footage, a lot of footage on the editing cutting room floor, as they say. I could make a series out of Big Dom, all restaurant recommendations, all South Philly recommend restaurant recommendations. That'd be a good series. Good, maybe I can finally blow this dump behind me and uh, do Big Dom restaurant recommendation parody videos. I don't mind that. I'll get into that. Anyway. So that was a big day. So I'm rocking the glasses and pinky ring as a tribute for my launch of the video today. Uh, all right. On today's show, we have Thursday Night Football uh, coming up tonight. A horrible game between the New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll give you that I'll give you that bomb real quick for all the live people, live C-generates in the YouTube chat and watching me now on YouTube.com or Twitter, wherever video you're watching on. And then we'll give out five more contest bombs for the Circa Millions for the NFL Week 14 and, of course, a Man in a Box segment at the end. Some of the segments I did not get to um, on Monday's show. 
What did we talk about Monday's show? We probably talked about college football. That's probably what we got it into. I want to talk about the NBA uh, tournament, I think. The play-in tournament, which starts also today. Two, two games. There's matinee games. I have a live Pelicans 12 to 1 to ship that NBA tournament uh, ticket. I hope it, I hope it uh, comes in, so I'm, I doubt it after seeing what they're doing with the Lakers. That Laker-Phoenix game is a great game, but, I mean, holy fuck. They let LeBron call a timeout. The ball, the ball's in the stands, basically. It's, a, it's rolling around the court. Timeout. Huh? Le- Sorry, now we can do, Phoenix. LeBron wanted a timeout. Vogel's going nuts. What the fuck? That's against the rules. Yeah, I know. It's completely against the rules, but it's it's LeBron. So he is all of our bosses. So what do, what do you want us to do? Like the company softball game. You let the boss win. Anyway, I'll talk about that NBA tournament at the end during the man in the box. But a little quick, let's do Pittsburgh. So the line is five and a half and 30. Is that right? Is it really 30 to spread? I mean, the total? And it makes sense because you're like, who? how is anyone going to score tonight? New England is on an amazing run where they have not allowed. Yeah, it's five and a half and 30. They have the last three teams they've played. They've allowed 10 points or less, and they've lost all three games. They lost six nothing. They lost ten to six. Ten five. I don't even understand it. Bailey Zappi versus Mitch Trubisky tonight. Oh boy, it's hard to it's hard to talk about this game because the Steelers knocked me out of Survivor last week. Still upset about that. I've I've had resting Mitch face the entire time, um, but I am going to come back to them. Be honest with you, I don't see how New England scores at all. Ramondre Stevenson out now. They have Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, Ezekiel Elliott looked a little better. Let's see how he looks as the only running back on the field. Let's see how that works versus Steelers team that somehow overlooked Arizona. According to Jalen Warren, all right. I don't know how you overlook someone when you're when you're terrible yourself, but all right. Uh, there's a stat. They are something like 7-0 against the spread after only after only scoring 14 points against teams that are fucking oh and nine, whatever. You know what I mean? One of those horrible stats. You can you can find a trend or a stat for anything. People are saying because the Patriots defense is good. Yeah, the Patriots defense is good, but it's only good because teams don't need to push and press points to score once they're up by a touch. Once they get 10, they're like, all right, well, they can't reach 10. It's like putting something on top of the refrigerator to get away from your little brother. Well, he can't climb up there. He'll never reach. He'll never reach the cookies up there. So, you over under 30, that's very low. I mean, that's that's not even a fucking Iowa game. That's a Army Navy game score, which is also this weekend Army Navy. In Foxborough, ironically enough. I don't like that. If you listen to the C block and the college experience, you'll know that the man in the box, the bet detective, CJ Sullivan, loves the Army Navy game. And growing up, me and my dad would go every year in Philadelphia to the Army Navy game, and it was awesome. And then we bring friends and we go. It was, just, it was, it was our tradition. You see him, you see him come in with the formations. They would do comedy skits, Army Navy comedy skits. I was a kid back then, so I. Uh, didn't realize that that's not highbrow comedy, but I, to me, I thought it was hilarious. And so it made me, which made me want to do bad comedy. That's what inspired me to do terrible comedy. Army Navy, Army Navy video skits. And I did one today with Big Dom. 
I like Army in that game, by the way. I'll, I'll give that a bomb out, too. Minus two and a half, Army. I always say in the Army-Navy game, uh, if our enemies, Al-Qaeda, Russia, whoever it is, China, North Korea, I should say, if they ever figure out how to stop the triple option, we're in trouble. Because that's as, that's as uh, advanced thinking as we get, apparently, during those games. It's a lot of option. Anyway, um, so I like Army much enough. But anyways, I'll take the Steelers minus five and a half bomb it. I think they win this game at 24 to three, someone in that situation. Uh, quick prop, though. I heard Sean Green is also on this. I love it. Let's see what the ladder is with this. We might as well, might as well toss out a little ladder. We're going to go with Allen Robinson, who is the third receiver for the Steelers. It's not Deontay Johnson. It's not George Pickens. But if you watch, when Mitch Trubisky went in there, and I think Mitch Trubisky will be better tonight. He wasn't just tossed in. He was tossed into a bad situation last week, right before halftime, in a game with three different weather delays. It was it was ridiculous. Give him a full week. He's the same thing as Pickett. He's no Trubisky is no different. He's got one of those names you just hate, like ah oh, fucking Mitch Trubisky, ah oh, Mitchell. When he does really bad, you say Mitchell. You know. But how about these receptions for Trubisky? And Allen Robinson, third receiver for Steelers, he was the Bears' number one receiver when Trubisky was the Bears' number one. Trubisky and Robinson have a connection. I was at the double doink game where it was Trubisky to Robinson. They had a they have a uh, they have a simpatico. So his over under is one and a half receptions, eleven and a half yards. How do you not hit that? How do you not hit two catches or twelve yards? Now, if you want to run the ladder, four catches is plus 334, five catches plus 690, and all the way up, we're going to take this Fat Joe style all the way up. Hey, where's my seats? You're going all the way up, plus 1275 for six catches for Allen Robinson, Bomb it. Why not? His yards, if you want to do it that way, I like receptions because uh, yards will be at a premium at this New England game. 83 yards, it tops off at plus 1720. Jeez Louise, that's a lot. Why not? 63 is 844, 73, 12, 70. It's often bet online. 50, 53 yards is plus 525. That's very doable for Allen Robinson the second. He used to be a force in this league. Now he's kind of a cast off. Last week when he popped out, he made he he had some targets with Trubisky. And everyone's like, oh, is that where Allen Robinson is? I thought he was dead. No, he's not dead. He's on the Steelers. And Trubisky loves him. Captain Insano says he got a Trubisky from a woman once. Cost him a hundo. <laughs> All right. Okay. Not too bad. I'll take that joke. That's what I... I mean, I wouldn't personally. I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. You know what I mean? I wouldn't do any of that stuff. <laughs> you like that? You like that? I just like the word hundo. Anyway. All right. So that's today's, that's tonight's games. I like Army minus two and a half. I like the Steelers minus five and a half and some Allen Robinson props. And then when we come back, we'll get into the contest picks. But first, let me tell you about Bet Rivers. We're brought to you today by Bet Rivers. 
It's available in over 14 states, plus Ontario, Canada. It's got some of the best live betting markets in the space. Their betting menu is second to none. Depositing, withdrawing, it's all super easy on BetRivers. My BetRivers play of the day is Allen Robinson over one and a half receptions. Sign up using our link to get a risk-free bet up to $500. Just go to sportsgamingpodcast.com, BetRivers. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash BetRivers. Problem gambling? Yeah, you probably do. Big Don says that's okay, though. Not all problems need fixed. But if you do, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what I mean? Anyway, we're also brought to you by Prize Picks. That's where you go higher or lower on the games. That's where you go higher, Allen Robinson, one and a half. You go higher, Mitch Trubisky, over nine and a half rushing yards. That's what you do. And you do Jalen Ward anytime touchdown because he is the actual guy instead of Najee Harris. Anyway. Go to prizepicks.com backslash SGPN. SGPN. Use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com backslash SGPN. Code SGPN. Prizepicks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. And we are back on the bottom line bombs. The full Don Bomb. The full Don Bombs. If you see my thumbnail, that's me dressed as Big Don with the black shirt getting ready to shoot my video with that Italian patch, pinky ring. There's Josh Allen holding over KNC. We'll talk about the Bills, KNC. And there's Trevor Lawrence. Uh, we'll get into Trevor Lawrence as well. Oh, I got to get to that story. Jesus Christ, what is that story? Um, I will talk about that. Anyway, the bombs itself, the contest bombs for the Circa Million, that's, and that's all the um, that's the point spreads we're using from Circa Million that came out today. Um, good Lord, I'm looking at this Jacksonville story. This is hilarious. Uh, we went two and three last week. Not good. We finished up the quarter at 14 and six, which is very good. But we, had, we needed to go five and zero oh to win some money. And we did not. Even if we did go 5-0, we would have won a couple thousand, which isn't great. But that was just to go 17-3. and But we went 2-3. and Not the best. But 14-6 wrap up the quarter, so now we come down to home stretch. The final quarter of Circa Millions, which is a five-week quarter. We got week 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. Let's start it off, good boys. And uh, we're going to start off with Houston at the Jets. Line is three and a half. It was six all week, and now it's come crashing down um, to three and a half because there's been a lot of controversy. A lot, this this Jets team has been unbelievable. I, I've gone through different phases with this Jets team where I'm sick of them, and now I can't get now. It's almost at the point where I can't get enough of them because I don't. Why do they keep reporting on this? this is what blows my mind. And they always give you the comments like, "Ah, oh, well, that's what that's what that gives us the ratings. It's what people want." No, it's not. It's just what you we we have to listen to whatever you say, ESPN. But this week's been good. So last week they threw it. They you know they they they've benched Zach Wilson, and now it came out that they asked Zach Will. They came tail between their legs, and they they wanted Zach back. 
They dumped Zach Wilson, and they realized that the new girlfriend's not as good. Tim Boyle, oh, man, she sucks. She wants us to go pumpkin patch riding. She's not even good. And she doesn't do any of the stuff in bed. Todd Morris wants to know how many whiskeys and Trubisky's will Al Michaels have after the, after the game. Yeah, Al Michaels. That's one reason to open to watch tonight's Thursday night football game. By the way, is to just listen. I hope Al Michaels really leans into how awful it is, and just talks about how he hates it. That'll be fun. I like when millionaires complain about their jobs. Anyway, um, so then they asked Zach Wilson, Zach, we made a mistake. We need you back. Apparently, and I still don't understand what's wrong with Trevor Simeon. I still don't understand why, what, what kind of warts are on his body where they feel like, no, trust me, you don't want any part of Trevor Simeon. And Zach Wilson reportedly said, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm fine. I, I don't need to play for you guys. Some people defended him. Some people hate, people just hate him. They're like, you, you, how do you dare? You might just retire if you quit on the team. He quit on a team. They, this is a team that told they've told him over and over that they hate him, and yet they make him want to play for him. Now, granted, you're getting paid a lot of money. You just go do your job. There's worse things to do. I'm risk of injury. Who cares? No one cares if you get injured. Obviously, with that O line, you might get injured. Get injured. Get, at least you'll get out of it. That's what Aaron Rodgers did. So Diana Rossini, formerly of ESPN, now with the Athletics, she reported that that's what he said. And now then there was blowback because obviously that's not a good thing to come out, that you said, yeah, no, I'm good. I don't want to play. So then Aaron Rodgers goes on the fucking Pat McAfee show, and he gets into off-season Rodgers mode, and he starts blasting him saying, oh, these nom- whoever these anonymous sources are, it's ridiculous, or smearing his name, and basically calling Diana Rossini a liar. Like, like she made up the story. Rossini had to come out and be like, he knows that I know. Rogers knows that I know. Tim Boyle, no. Did I say Tim Boyle? Whoops, I didn't mean to say Tim Boyle because that was my source. Basically, it came out that Tim Boyle was the source, and so they cut Tim Boyle, who was Rogers' friend. This is such a great gossipy little sewing circle, this quarterback room of the Jets. It's great because they're all terrible. They're all afraid of Aaron Rodgers, and they all snip him, and they all hate him. Boyle had to say he's friends with them just so he can have a job, and now he doesn't. They brought in Brett Rippon. And now it's amazing when people are like, oh, thank God Zach Wilson's back. What? Really? Does have an NFL arm. How about Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee show? That he's been he's so insufferable. But now he did a show where he, now he did a segment where, where like him and Mac and McAfee's there. McAfee, he's in a $50 million studio. He's got his fucking beige tank top on. He's holding a microphone like he's Phil Donahue. And he's gonna go into the crowd and ask audience members. There's no crowd there. You don't need a mic. Why are you holding a microphone? And Aaron Rodgers does this bizarre victory lap about fucking, about not having the vaccine and lying about, I, history proved me right, he said. History proved him right. What are you talking about? Let me, get, let me find a clip real quick. And by the way, uh, history he's talking about was... Um, Lying about being vaccinated. You know, when he said, uh, I was immunized. 
Let me put it in. <laughs> Just feed away here in this particular this studio. This is Rogers on the Mac. I believe show. you were potentially called a murderer yeah. for not getting <laughs> vaccinated. It's true. A few and Mac, the problem with this thing is they pay Rogers like a million dollars to do these fucking segments. And McAfee knows he's wrong. McAfee just slurps him up because he's on the show. And he knows he's wrong about these vaccines, but he follows along just because, I don't know. Years ago, during now we sit here, December 5th, 2023. How do you feel about how it all took place? And how is the body? Are you the most healthy you've ever been? How's the body? How's the body? Are you immunized? Are you immunized? He's a fucking professional athlete. Like, great. Oh, my God. Yeah, I feel great. The body feels great. I will say, I saw Stephen A in there, and uh, he's been taking care of himself, too. So shout out to Stephen A, man. Jacked he's, right now. He's been getting jocked. <laughs> and, uh, what? What What are you talking about? He's giving him supplements or some shit? Ugh, this fucking Jets team, blow them up. Something to that whole eating right, uh, you know, taking care of yourself, exercising, cold tub, sauna. Um, cold tub, sauna, brain pills, potions. Dark caves, maybe talk about ayahuasca, some about here that. Today, I feel like I'm definitely on the right side of history and uh, went through a lot of shit uh, for uh, an opinion that was my own, uh, you know, personal belief based on what was best for my body. And in an era of censorship and uh, quelling free speech, uh, what? Quelling free speech censorship? When has Aaron Rodgers been silenced? We hope you would be silenced. Why am I so angry? He's just ridiculous. He's just a ridiculous. Now that I want him to come back. I want him to come back from his Achilles. I don't care if he blows another Achilles. I want him to play. So he'll stop doing these fucking segments. We need him playing. Um, uh, I'm glad that uh, I took the stand that I did and welcoming more and more people to the uh, the side of freedom and uh, free speech. Oh, God, he's so... Fu it's not that he's dumb. It's just that he thinks he's so smart. That's what's a fucking nightmare about him. <sighs> Is there anything worse than that freshman year college philosophy fucking guy? I, I can see the Reservoir Dogs poster above his head as he's, as he's pulling a joint and talking about how... Gr the dangers of the vaccine. That's what it's just sickening. Todd Morris wants to know what's worse, Brett Favre dick pics or Aaron Rodgers vax talk? They're both unwanted. That's for sure. I'll give you that. Anyway, that with all that being said, <laughs> I like the Jets this week with Houston. Houston's got to come to letdown game after big win versus Denver. They're on the road. The Jets have lost so many games in a row. This defense will be a little bit better with you. So we're going to take uh, we're going to take the three and a half points, even though it's not six. A lot, I still think it's the right way to go. Jets is a home dog plus three and a half. Obama, a vax bomb, and we're and we're welcoming Zach Wilson back. It's just just that's how the story has to go. The whole I didn't want to play for him, then he's forced to, and then he's like, no, I wanted to play. Well, of course I want to play. Who would want to play? Anyway, let's move on. Next one is Cleveland, Jacksonville in Cleveland in the elements. That's a big theme this week in the NFL games. A lot of them are, you'll hear that term, in the elements. 
meaning weather. It's cold and it's rainy and snowy and windy. It's the elements. And it's all in all the element cities. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Baltimore, New York. All the miserable weather cities have home games this week. Cleveland weather was supposed to be really bad. Then it turns out, uh, surprise, surprise, uh, they're wrong. Oh, when people blame weathermen for being wrong. What the fuck, man? You said it was going to snow. It didn't snow. It was supposed to rain. It didn't rain. Yeah, I don't know. It's weather. It's coming from space. Blame God, you mop. Anyway. Um, the line is three and a half on the contest. I'm seeing three. Um, Jacksonville, of course, had a horrible, horrible situation with Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'm trying to get this, that article. Oh, here it is. Trevor Lawrence got hurt. So now they brought in CJ Beathard. And I welcome C.J. Beathard. I welcome another C.J. C.J. Stroud doing great for Houston, even though I'm fading in with the Jets. And now we have C.J. Beathard, Iowa quarterback, who's the backup. And he got hurt, too. They might go to a third-string quarterback. Things are not looking good in Jacksonville. Jacksonville was about to have the one seed, and now they're a disaster. Why? Because Trevor Lawrence, he rolled his ankle. It looked like, he, it looked like his leg was going to get amputated the way he reacted. He threw his helmet like, fuck, you know, he couldn't stand up and, he threw the ball down. I like anytime they fumble, like just take the ball. Who gives a shit? Bengals win. And but then they had that shot everyone's talking about when they uh they helped him off. So two people are carrying him. And then he is walking to the locker room down this hallway, this long ass hallway, like mean Joe Green uh Coke commercial style. Get it. And he's on a horrible ankle. Where are the golf carts? It's Jacksonville, Florida. That's all you have is golf carts. You have more golf carts than people there. What's going on? What is the budget? It's so funny. You really you see Jacksonville, they feel like they're the budget of the Oakland A's. They're doing a money ball thing where you got to charge for sodas in the machine. It's very cheap. And then you find out, this story comes out that, oh, I see why. One of your employees stole $22 million from your team. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why, that's why they had to shorten, they had to uh, tighten the belts when it came to the golf carts with your franchise quarterback and his injured leg. This guy, Amit Patel, he worked for the Jacksonville and he stole $22 million in a four year span while working there by using their virtual credit card. <laughs> this this story is amazing. He used the money to buy two vehicles, a condo, a designer, a $95,000 watch. He gambled online sites. He got private jets and private charters. This, this is so funny to me. For four years, he got away with this. It was a virtual credit card which allowed certain authorized employees to request v VCCs for business-related purchases or expenses, uh, according to the filing. His authority over the program enabled him to make fraudulent transactions. So he would just double up the fraudulent transactions and keep the profit. 
because it's so easy. You know, hotel charges, catering, airfare, to the tune of $22 million. How do you live the life? Of, how does the guy next to you in the cubicle have a $90,000 watch? Like, hey, uh, Patel, buddy. Did uh, did we not get it? Did we get a? Did I miss the Christmas bonus? What? Where'd you? How'd you get that watch? Oh, you know, I'm just I'm just good with my money. What I've done is I, I've cut out my uh, daily Starbucks drink, so I've sa- I've saved um, forty five dollars a week on that, and with that I got a private jet to go to fucking Morocco. You want to come? Sure, that sounds good. This is all in the up and up. Oh yeah, no problem. So he's got charge account, wire fraud, and all this shit. He's bet. They're saying he didn't know any fixing. I bet he didn't know any fixing. I'm sure he bet on any. He he would love to bet the loots. Good for this guy. People are like, good for this guy. He's a legend. Yeah, he's going to jail for a long time. He probably actually won't even go to jail. As long as they get their money back. Those white collar crimes, they'd never go to jail. Um, but that's what they don't think through. Okay, you're gonna steal money, and you got obviously you got a little greedy for stealing twenty two million in four years. How you can't just <laughs> hide twenty two million dollars underneath your mattress, especially when you're buying ninety thousand dollar watches and condos and shit every city, and flying private jets, chartering private jets for your friends, and meanwhile you work in the margins department. Coming into the Christmas party, rocked out. Riding a pet tiger. Hey, did anyone see Amit's new car? He's got <laughs> he's got an eight hundred thousand dollar car. He's not he's he's not in the carpool anymore. He's not taking the bus. Yeah. Well, did someone die in his family? And did someone? And by someone, I mean the royal family. Where where is he getting this shit from? So that's probably how he got caught. And they, now they can't afford golf carts. So now they uh, go to Cleveland. To play Joe Flacco. Wacko for Joe Flacco. Tide uh, Moore says that's a lot of money, but Urban Meyer was much more of a thief to the Jags. <laughs> what was a worse hire? Urban Meyer or this guy? Amit Patel. At least Patel was committed. Uh, Joe Flacco looked good last week. Joe Flacco, apparently it's his first stint with the Browns. I, I, You won't be able to convince me of that. I was shocked to find that out. Like, Flacco has not been on the Browns before? He has to have been. Just through osmosis, Joe Flacco deserves to be a Cleveland Brown. So it's going to be any elements. You're going to have a second-string, possible third-string quarterback with Jacksonville. ATN's banged up. Um, this does not look good. We're going to take Cleveland Browns minus three and a half, Bob. Speaking of backup quarterbacks, oh, my God, the show's already getting long because I got too much into my big damn bomb talk. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Con does run a tight ship. See, Con runs a tight ship. <laughs> Captain Insano. Yeah, but, uh, Captain Insano does make a good point. Between Patel and Urban Meyer, they probably slept with half the women in Jacksonville. Can you imagine what a hard flex that is in Jacksonville? 
the trash down there, the white trash down there, and Duval rolling up to uh, Gators Bar, ro- rolling up to Ollie Gators, whatever the name of the bar is down there, in your Tesla truck, just ninety thousand dollar watch, you're flexing. Anyway, I'm sure he lived a good he lived a good Jacksonville life in four years down there for Patel. And that was the close. Uh, speaking of backup quarterbacks, Indianapolis for Cincinnati is our third bomb we're gonna get into. Uh the line is a pick'em. All you gotta do is pick the winner and make sure there's no ties, which there almost was last week with the Colts in overtime. And Gardner Minshew did his thing. And Jake Browning looked like the goddamn MVP on Monday night as they beat the Jaguars. He looked awful versus Pittsburgh, and then he looked amazing Monday night versus Jacksonville. Why did Jake Browning look amazing? I have a couple theories, but ultimately, my theory is that I was going against him in fantasy football. I was up, and I was going up against Team Bloodfart, a.k.a. Costa. And he started Jake Brown. I couldn't believe what what was more shocking. The fact that Jake Browning was amazing and lit it up. Or that someone actually started Jake Browning against me. Why would you do that? Because that's the only way they can have a great game. And now he's not going up against me. So I think we'll see the, the original Jake Browning. This is a letdown game for Cincinnati. Um, also in the elements, it'll be very cold there. Um, I like Indianapolis, even though it's a back-to-back road game. They're playing good football. They they might get in the playoffs. The Bengals, they're not, the that was such a miss, such an exception to the rule that game that you could totally see. The the reason why this line is a pick'em is because of that Monday night game. Their defense stinks. They still should have lost. They still should have lost with C.J. Beathard in there. They called a bullshit holding call. But now you got the chilly crosstown classic with Xavier in Cincinnati this weekend. And it's oh my god, we were just talking about um, skyline chilly earlier in Cincinnati. It's not that it's bad. I mean, it's bad. The cinnamon in it, it's built, but it's just the way they talk about it. Cincinnati doesn't shut the fuck up about it. And people, especially when they live outside, oh, you gotta have it. They fly it out there. I remember one time this, this girl was so excited for it. She flew out a carton, uh, like a case of it. And like she gathered us all around. It's finally here. My parents shipped us out. Skyline chili. And we all hate it. And we all like try not to, th- to spit it in her face. We were all trying for the first time. Like, what is this shit? It's cinnamon and chili. Great. Why is it on spaghetti? What the f- what the fuck is wrong with you people? Anyway, I just like the Bengals growing up. I love their uniforms. Kenny Anderson and Boomer cried when they lost. Anyway, uh, but we're gonna go with the Indianapolis Colts. Gardner Minshew, Zach Moss, the ba- they're like the eighteen, the backup guys, they're fuck the, the knock around guys. Uh, just this is just a fade of Jake Browning coming off the game of his life against me. Indianapolis Colts pick him, bomb it. So that is three quick bombs. Let me do a quick ad read, and we'll be back. So I got to tell you about game time first. Game time is where you get tickets. The day of, I mean, get tickets for any event, but if you wait the last second of the day of, like the Army-Navy tickets, which is in Foxborough for the first time this year, which I don't like. I don't like when they move it out of Philadelphia. That's the whole point of it. 
in between West Point and Annapolis, Philadelphia, the original capital, the real capital of our country, where the documents were written, the Constitution, cobblestone roads. We only threw it down to D.C. because we knew an attack was coming. Like, ah, let them blow up D.C., that piece of shit. Anyway. Anyway, but you go to game time, download the app, wait till the... Because these tickets are like $300. Wait till closer to the game time. You'll get it for like 20 bucks, Or you duke the guy at the thing. It makes the perfect holiday gift, I'll tell you that much. Download the game time app, create an account, use code CFBS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, agree, create an account, redeem the code CFBS for $20 off, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Also, Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter. NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. Wait, should I put up the thing? Probably, right? I should be putting up uh, when I'm talking about things. I was told to do this. There we go. Hall of Fame bets. Look at that. Now it's a read. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with the Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And we're back with the bottom line bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. The bet detective, the Don Bomber himself, the Donenheimer, Big Dom, Dom Bombs. I say that to promote my video, Big Dom. But Big Dom Bombs. The Italian-American, tell you what, I don't know. I think I'm partially, I know I'm responsible for bringing ladder chatter into the gambling atmosphere, cybersphere, into gambling ladders as, as uh, props and emojis. I am definitely solely responsible for that. People are following my lead on that. My I am the leader in the ladder community. You can't spell... Ladder without leader. Or you can. You need an E. You can't spell leader without ladder. You need another D. I don't know. Either way, I started that shit. And now I think I've been bringing back the, the uh, hypothetical Italian-American. The hypothetical. The stereotypical cartoonish Italian. It started with Ben DiNucci in the XFL offseason. Then this Tommy DeVito. And now Big Dom. What I love about Big Dom, the Eagle security guy, is I think every team should have that. I think every team should have a stereotypical figure of whatever their city represents on their sidelines. Now, the Eagles play the Cowboys this week. It's not going to be one of my games, but it is the, the Sunday night game. You got Big Dom on the sideline for Philly, Philly guy. And I hate Dallas. Say this what you will about them, but I do like how their doctors all have like cowboy hats on and shit. Like, I, I, how do I take you seriously? They just like they look at you like they're looking at a horse's leg. Let's say, take a look here. Now nah, you're fine. Walk it off. Walk it off. So I think every team should do that. <laughs> the big time video. Let's get into that Tommy DeVito. Speaking of which, there's a Monday night game. We're gonna go with that Green Bay New York Giants. Packers are six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in New York. Are you kidding me? Now, listen, the Packers have been playing great. 
They smoked Detroit on Thanksgiving. They beat Kansas City at home on Sunday night. Now they're going to the road on Monday night to play a worse Giants team and a Tommy DeVito. Oh, I don't know. Whoa. Oh, slow down now. Now you're laying, now you're laying a touchdown on the road. Oh. You were good as underdogs. You were an underdog versus Detroit, an underdog versus the Kansas City Chiefs, and now you're now you're going to give Tommy DeVito a full touchdown. Oh, God, I'm yelling a lot. I just realized that. Let's slow down, Jordan Love. I don't even know what you are. What's going on with you, Jordan Love? Are you a runner? Are you a thrower? You come from Utah? You're a little mix? What's going on? I don't like it. Why are they even doing the two double-headed Monday Nighter? There's the Army-Navy game and nothing after. Why don't they put it? This should be on Saturday after the Army-Navy game. And I got a thing. I got a thing on Saturday. So Tommy DeVito wanted this on Monday night. And now we can call Tommy Chicken Cutlets. I'll say this. Tommy DeVito, he was a big joke earlier on. He was terrible. He's not as bad as people think he is. He's got better numbers than Daniel Jones at this point. Living at home. Oh, God, they love living at home. They thought he was going to be whacked. He came back. He's getting made away. Uh, but honestly, this Packers team should not be laying six and a half points. That's insane. I think Saquon Barkley has a monstrous game. I think Tommy DeVito is big dime. They're coming in there. You got the glasses. I got the pinky ring. You mother. Remember the Joe Pesci skit with the pinky ring? That was a hilarious sketch. Skitch. Remember that sketch when he was trying on picky rings and Kevin Neal was selling to him and he's just going, bah, fuck, and he goes, fuck, he says, fuck you, basically. He goes, fuck you, on Saturday Night Live. One of the best silent film performances ever was Joe Pesci hosting Saturday Night Live trying out pinky rings. I love how one of the lovable attributes for Italian-Americans in the, mob, in the mobster community, whatever, the stereotypes, is how they're racist. And like that's one of their charming things. Like, oh, yay! They did a sketch called Bensonhurst Dating Game, which was a hilarious sketch. They leaned into it. It was like a dating game, but Bensonhurst. So they're all fucking, you know, Bensonhurst isn't like that anymore, by the way. Um, not, not in New York's like that anymore. Uh, you know, it's Joe Pesci being the host, Adam Sandler, blah, 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 and Chris Rock. And that was the joke. Chris Rock was a black guy, and they were trying to, they were trying to steer the woman, Julia Sweeney, I believe, away from... They, picking Chris Rock because he was black. And that was the joke because they're all racist. And they go, oh, okay. That's all right. Let, let them do. Let, let's tell, let them go to uh, some restaurant. Columbo's down on Woodbine Drive. It's going to be fun night. Fun. And he does a little kick. Like they're gonna, It's going to be fun night. That's Rinaldi's. Rinaldi's, that's what it is. You want a dinner for two at Rinaldi's. That's Rinaldi's. On 13th Street and 4th. It's going to be fun night. Fun. And Pesci does this little mini kick. That's what I love about the, those fucking mob movies, too. Like Bronx. This is a hot take when it comes to the mob movies. But Bronx Tale is very overrated. It's borderline unwatchable. Now you can't leave. Hey, it's all we we were hanging on the stoop. It's all like it's all their memories of like the back when the days were great, and we used to throw bricks at the blacks coming through our neighborhood. Like what? 
Yeah, the bus would come through and we'd shatter our windows, playing stickball, thinking of Joe DiMaggio. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn, you know what I mean? Just a kid. Hey, Ma, look at me. Ma, look at me on top of the world. A kid from Brooklyn. There's in Chicago, there was at this theater by the music box, there was a play called A Kid from Brooklyn, and I used to fucking. <laughs> just do that the entire time. That's what I imagined it was. It was like kind of a knocking off from Jersey Boys. But it was a one man show. Ma, look at me on top of the wild. A kid from Brooklyn. I'm Tommy DeVito. I used to Rutgers in Illinois. And now I'm the quarterback for the New York Giants. I used to throw bricks through the windows of blacks and minorities. But now look at me. A kid from Brooklyn on top of the world. Getting six and a half at home versus Jordan Love. We're going to run Jordan Love out of this neighborhood. We don't know what he is. What is he, mulatto? He's half this, half that. Yeah, you're going to get all of this. This is getting away from me. But the point is, a lot of that Italian nostalgia is just racism. But they said it. They said it to some music, you know. Oh my God, Volare, segregate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dean, why don't you sing us a song about separate drinking fountains? Anyway, point is, we're gonna bomb New York Giants. <laughs> we're gonna lean into that. These Jersey Knights, the kid from Brooklyn, the Jersey Boys, on Monday night, for some reason they're playing Monday night because they had a thing about a thing they got to do on Saturday. Plus six and a half, Tommy DeVito, chicken cutlets, bomb it. That was the wrong sound effects. All right. <laughs> People are liking that rant a little bit. I'm sorry. Todd War says, LOL. I uh, know. Ridiculous. I mean, it's just insane. Sorry about that. Me, the kid from Brooklyn. I could do that voice all night. <laughs> it's pretty. I realized it's annoying me, so I can't imagine how annoying it is to listeners. I apologize for that. Um, anyway, all right. One last game. We've given out Jets plus three and a half, Cleveland minus three and a half, Colts is a pick'em, Giants plus six and a half, and now we're going to give out the other game of the week. Un- Dallas Philly is the game of the week at night, but the biggest game that afternoon is Kansas City Buffalo in Kansas City. This line is one and a half. Kansas City's favored by one and a half. Kansas City coming off a loss versus Green Bay in that Sunday night game. They did not look good. The offense is not good. They just, their offense is, hasn't looked good all year. There's, they just have no receivers, and there's just there's nowhere to go. Trade deadline's gone. No one's cutting receivers. No one's, um, you know, Joe Horn's not coming through that door. I'm trying to think of old Colt, old Kansas City receivers. Hartley Dykes or whatever. Dog. Now, normally, you get a low number of Kansas City at home off of a loss. This is an autoplay. You smash it. You don't even think about it. But I think in this situation, this is the entire season for the Buffalo Bills. Kansas City can lose this game and still win this division by three games. They will be fine. They Do they want to turn things around? Sure. Does that mean they will? No. 
Will they be in the playoffs? Will they win a division? Will they host a home game? Yes. Is that one seat up for grabs now? Am I going to keep asking rhetorical questions? Probably. Can I get out of this rut? Doesn't seem likely. Buffalo Bills off of a bye. Last we saw them was their game in Philly, a game they dominated pretty much. They looked great, but somehow lost um, in bad weather. They have bad history with Buffalo, the 13-second game, of course, the AFC Championship game. They really haven't been right since that game, since they lost with 13 seconds ago when they should have won that game. Uh, now Taylor Swift will definitely be there. Taylor Swift was just time person of the year. That's got to be a bit much for Travis Kelsey when you're dating the time person of the year. What? Listen, there's a whole thing with the, you don't want your, you know, guys get intimidated when women uh, make more money than them. Well, that, that ship is sailed. No problem with that. I'd have, first of all, I would have no problem with that. Taylor Swift's a billionaire. But when she's a person of the year, when it's tough to win any argument when she's on the cover of Time magazine as the person of the year. Oh, really? You don't think I should do that? You don't think we should go there? You think I'm wrong? Uh, well, you know who you don't think I am a good person? Time magazine. Not only do they think I'm a good person, they think I'm the person of the year. They don't think there's any other people better than me. So we are going to that party. And my uh, my friends are coming. Apparently they were out partying in Kansas City on Friday. Can you imagine being out in Kansas City at Tom Foolery's? And Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and them come in. Oh, my God. The ranch dip was flowing. In Kansas City when Taylor Swift came through on a Friday night. Get out the Hidden Valley Ranch. It's flowing like wine with T-Swift and the Gamoles. Um, That being said, it's going to be a great game. We got to get a piece of it. Um, I want to take Buffalo Bills plus one and a half. Only because Kansas City, they can lose it. Buffalo Bills can. If they don't, they're going to shut it down. Which I'm all for that too. But let's take Josh Allen. Who's he dating? Amanda Steinfeld or something like that? I don't like that Amanda Steinfeld. Only because the name Steinfeld, I when I hear it, I hear Seinfeld, and then uh, it gets confusing, and then I feel like my uh, my dad. Speaking of Army Navy. Um, we're going to go with Buffalo Bills plus one and a half vomit. So those are five picks. Giants plus six and a half. Buffalo one and a half. Colts pick them. Cleveland three. Jets plus three and a half. Now let's go to the box. As I got my time, as I got my big dom glasses on in the box here. Welcome. Thank you guys, everyone who watched the show and watching live on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button, please. Hit the thumbs up. I say that because they tell me to say that, and they say it helps the algorithm. I'm not sure what it helps, to be honest with you. But it's something to say, and why not do it, you know? Does it get more me in your life? So what? Get more big Dom bombs? The Domenheimer? That's a good name, Domenheimer, combining Dom and bombs. My big Dom bombs. My big Dom bomb of the week, my Domenheimer. Uh, what did I want to talk about in the box? I did mention the NBA. I did mention Army Navy. I already talked about that. The NBA 
playing tournament. I usually like to go non-sports on the box, but I feel like I already did. Yeah, the whole thing. I love when I talk about LeBron James. Oh, he really wants to win it. He, you could tell he he wants to be the first one to put add to his legacy to win that inaugural. Like no one else wants to win. Just LeBron wants to win. Well, if LeBron wants to win, he gets to win, and he does get to win. That was proven in that Phoenix game the other night when he called a timeout, the ball just rolling around the court. Well, nothing we can do. LeBron called it. And LeBron decided he wants to win. People are going crazy for this playing tournament now. And listen, I like it just fine, whatever. The colored courts, blah, blah, blah. The point differential. I already told you about the point differential. What I don't like about it is that teams, whatever. Teams aren't playing to win. They're playing to win by a certain amount. So it kind of alters how they play the game and whatever. But the whole thing, what they're selling is, okay, it, they're doing this to make players care. And now that they do care and the crowd, that's, that's what they're selling. Look at this. Look at this. The bench cares because they're going to get money. Wow. What do we get out of it? We, well, you get that they care for once. Normally, they make millions of dollars and tell you to go to hell. But now they make millions of dollars with the chance of making another million dollars and say, you know what? All right, we like this game today and today only. The Lakers' Phoenix game was the greatest game of all time. Calm down. But they cared. They want like I like it. It's just like that's why you have to make like a playoff spot. You have to have the the fans invest. They have to give them something. No, they get the care. The players care. How? Why am I going to be happy that Kevin Durant makes more money? Then they're like, well, there's guys at the end of the bench. They don't make multi millions of dollars. They only make three million dollars. Which I get it. And, I, and yes, I'm not saying it's not a lot of money or five hundred thousand. That's what they get. I'm not saying it means something to them. They could pay off their fourth car. Well, good for them. Good for Tyrese Halliburton. Good for players caring because of more money. But slow down with this thing being an override, like this amazing thing. I just love how they took it off soccer. And they just copied a word verbatim. Ah, goal differential and point differential, same thing. Yeah, well, goal differential in soccer is like two. In basketball, it's a hundred and fifty. It's a little different. Anyway, all right. Let me go off to uh, what was the EOD thing? Oh, that Jacksonville story was funny. There's a video I wanted to talk about. I don't know if people see. See, sometimes I see the videos on my Twitter feed, and it's, I don't have no idea how it, it's just an algorithm, and I feel like everyone sees them, but I realize you get your own personal ones, or I don't know. But there's a video that went viral about the Google staff that where a guy didn't know what EOD meant, and everyone's making fun of him. It's a Zoom call, and she's like, okay, we need that by EOD. He's like, okay, end of December, gotcha. And if you don't know, EOD means end of day. It's just a business acronym. And they, everyone makes fun of him. And everyone's like, oh, this stupid guy. And he is whatever. 
And he probably is. We're saying like how his Google employees, and she's disgusted. What? It's not end of it's not end of summer. It's end of day. But what I hate about it, and everyone else makes fun of him, is those terms, those acronyms like EOD, SOE, boo, boo, boo. And especially when you get a new job, and they love throwing these acronyms at you, and they're just dumb acronyms. For nothing. Like EOD, end of day. There's you're not saving any time by saying EOD. But it's something people do in the in the business world and in the office world to make their job seem more important than they are. Yeah, so we're gonna need a DOI. Did you talk to our POD? Or what? The band POD? Did you talk to them? Our business of interest. Like just say the fucking words. But they want you to say something. They they say it fast, and they have so many acronyms because they don't want you to know what it is. They want you to make foolish, but it means nothing. And your jobs mean nothing, and they know it means nothing. So they create this importance by making acronyms and having this own fucking language that's completely unnecessary and alienating. To rise their level of importance when they when they know if they think about it, their jobs are worthless. You're working for someone else, and your existence means nothing. So yeah, let's make EOD end of December. Why is that so funny? Why does it have to be at the end of the day? Who cares? That's the thing with work. It's always going to be there. That's the American work culture. In Europe, they knock off at noon, they have a wine, make some bread, eat some bread, watch a soccer game, and then they go again tomorrow. Who cares? Work's never going to leave. <laughs> Todd Moore says, J-E-T-S, Jets, means just end the season. That's a good acronym. <laughs> Work acronym. I really got upset at the EOD stuff. And just the work culture that's in whatever, our country that we're enslaved to. That's not even a thing. Your personal, you know, I mean, they, Europeans, they go on fucking six months vacation and they throw their computers in the ocean. And you can't contact them for shit. And it's paid. We take you take two personal days here. There's a APB for AP as I do another acronym. And, they, and there's you know, and you and you have to be on every. You know, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I was trying to uh, enjoy myself for four hours away from work. Well, don't always be in contact. None of this means anything. Reminds me of an old Doug Stanhope bit where they always talk about unemployment, you know, and like when they're running people running for office as we watch the new Republican nominees, you know, debates and all that shit. And they, and they, they, the politicians, they flex like the job market. Like everyone's got a job. Like, shouldn't the goal to be that no one's working? Isn't that what technology should be for? That we don't have to work? Anyway. I say this as I talk into a microphone, giving out NFL picks. Not a real job. Big Dom's got to figure it out. 
You know what I mean? Dammenheimer's got it figured out. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's show. I didn't even get to the Matt Reif shit. I was going to get to the Matt Reif takes. Um, not even Matt, about Matt Reif, about the takes of Matt Reif. I'll save that for Monday because that's not going anywhere. That, that's evergreen. If I can do another work fucking code, that's evergreen. That means that'll stay around. Well, just say it. Just say what it means. Oh, I'm so angry in the box. Ty Moore says, flash that pinky ring again. Yeah, I'll flash that pinky ring. It's my big Don pinky ring and the glasses. Check out my Instagram, at CJ Sullivan was taken, underscore in between all the words, and you'll see my big Dom video, head of security. He does an apology. That's what the pinky ring's all about, Don Morris, just to let you in. Or my Twitter, at CJ Sullivan underscore. Or the YouTube, it's on here too, as of YouTube shorts. I'll post a full-length video on there. But on the social medias and the SGPNs, Check out the Big Dom video. Share it, too. It's going to get the Big Dom himself. I heard that today. I heard things. Anyway, um, have a good weekend. Enjoy all the games. I gave out, gave out plenty of bombs. Um, make sure to give me, try to give me a five-star review if you can. Show me your Spotify list that the bottom line bombs are on. Um, you get a free shirt. Although we were already giving one away. And I'll announce that winner next week on Monday's show. From that, that's going to do it for today's show. It's already going long. I can't stop. I don't know how to stop, but I can do a theme song to end it. And we will see you to Monday.